0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast, a podcast where I share tips on business, relationships, and even personal development. As an entrepreneur of over twenty years and a multiple six-figure company, I have seen firsthand how the masculine and feminine play a role in our happiness at work and at home. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey hey! As always, if you've gotten value from this episode, please leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Each month, we do a random draw of reviews and send the lucky winner a gorgeous thank you gift. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody! This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host Kara McCarran, and I'm a while ago I said I wasn't going to number them verbally because iTunes and Podbean seem to miss. So I'm not going to number it. But this is a really exciting episode. Um, I have been doing solo episodes for probably the last year. And today we are interviewing Kellyen Doyle Scott, who is, happens to be a client of mine. One of the things uh, when you work with me, I invite you onto the podcast because I think it's a good time and we haven't done this in a long time. So um, And she goes by Nana Crypto, which her and I came up with about, I don't know, two months ago maybe. And so she's she's a crypto coach. She teaches um, women my age and older about cryptocurrency. So hi, Killeen. Welcome to the show. I'm super pumped to have you here. Um, do you want to give a little quick introduction and then we'll get to the questions?
1: Sure. Um, I'm Nana Crypto. Um, I, we've started a new venture teaching um, women, in particular, cryptocurrencies, um, very, very basic little episodes. And uh, my background is I actually started buying um, cryptos and Bitcoin back in 2018. Didn't really know an awful lot about what I was doing. So I really dove in there and figured it out and uh, joined a trading uh, course, took a course for a year on how to just trade, which is obviously a lot of that has to do with crypto. Mm And I got a pretty good background. And um, I want to share it. I want to get as many women into crypto as possible because it's just still so rare to have Mm -hmm. women in. It's such a man's world. There are women, but we need to get more gals in there. I would agree. I fun, right? Yeah. And that's, well, that's your tagline
0: and I love it. Um, so let's go back. So Colleen and I met in November at Tony Robbins um, UPW, which is Unleash the Power Within. Um, and I was crewing it and you, that was your first really, that was your first Tony live event, I guess. Was that your first Tony experience at all?
1: Well, I had seen, um, watched videos on YouTube. Okay, but, that's but that was I mean. your first event. Um, yeah, just watching the uh watching the energy on these YouTube videos is like, I really want to experience this in the yeah. raw, as it were, you know. And yeah. with COVID and everything, he hadn't had one in a couple of years and the energy was fantastic. So definitely was yes, my yeah. first event.
0: So well, we'll talk a little bit about then the cause you know, obviously I'm a personal development coach and a business coach. And I, this is the the jam I love talking about, but talk a little bit about kind of the, before you got to UPW, like, why did you, I mean, oftentimes, you know, I think people go through something where they're like, Holy shit, my life is unraveling. I need personal development or they're searching for something, or maybe they're bored or maybe they're just whatever, but like, what kind of, what was your first, inkling into, I want to start digging into personal development. I want to start going maybe, you know, I know you got your ticket through a friend of yours or how did that work?
1: Well, yeah, that particular event was, was really incredible how that happened because, um, I had said to myself, gosh, I really would love to go to one of these live events, Mm -hmm. look at the energy. And, um, I'll get back to where that came from, but what happened was I told one of my daughters about, I'd really like to go to Tony Robbins. And she says, oh, my friend Gary loves Tony Robbins. And before I know it, like later that day, he had bought both of us tickets right. to UPW, uh, November last November. And then she owed me some money. So she bought the airline ticket and paid for the hotel. Wow. And then, so I'm like, and then she couldn't go because of her health problems. The doctor said, Nuh-uh. Right. So- <clears throat> that was she was really let down on that but I went I enjoyed this beautiful suite that she'd rented and I thought well it's 30 minutes away from the um convention center but I'll just have to Uber I mean going to have to pay for some part of this right, right. yep <laughs> just a few days before the event this woman pipe popped up in the uh in the group the UPW group and says hey I live in uh Lantana that's the area it was and she says, anybody needs rides. And i it's like, she's around the corner from my hotel. Wow. So I didn't have to pay for Uber either. So it's like. That is the law
0: of attraction. Like crazy. Like if, you know, we, we talk about manifestation in our, in our mastermind all the time. And you are now, I know for sure you're a master manifester. Like that's, that's good. Even for my standard. I'm like, holy shit, girl, that was, that was some good manifesting sister. <laughs> so, yeah, so what made you decide to go like kind of walk back before that? Like, what, was there a moment where you're like, you know, I really need something to kind of help jolt me into the next phase or what kind of what happened there?
1: Yeah. Well, um, all my life I've worked really hard, never really getting anywhere. I've tried a couple of different ventures, just never did anything, put all this energy and money and time into, and I had spent uh, a good Oh, year year and a half trying to trade not trying to trade actually trading and I was like felt like I was just like missing a gear spinning my wheels and I just thought something I mm. had been introduced years and years and years ago to the secret and law of attraction and all that but yep. there was already so much in my head all through all these years that um, I finally just went look had been already since the year before that exploring you know um abraham hicks Mm -hmm. and um wayne dyer and a lot of the big wonderful gurus have been doing a lot of the manifestation affirmations all this stuff you know just like i just need i need to get pumped energy pumped and i was really searching right that I knew I needed some help in that department. And Tony Robbins event just looked phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And it was. It it was. It was so good. I'm I had such a good time at that one for I think that may have been my favorite just because I hadn't been in it for a couple of years before that. So let's talk a little bit about. I mean, when you're talking about cryptocurrency, it's a very and obviously my slant on everything is around masculine and feminine energy. And when you talk about cryptocurrency, like I automatically go to the masculine, like it feels like that's a whole, uh, industry that's really around men for sure. But it's, you know, even when you're talking about digital currency, you're mining, which is like the hunter, like it, even the word mining lends itself well to masculine energy. So talk a little bit about like Because Colleen's been in my program for a few months now, so she has a a pretty good, I would say, solid understanding of masculine and feminine energy, which is why I'm asking her. I wouldn't put anyone else on the spot, but I know she knows some of this stuff now. But like when you're thinking about that industry, like, is it is it mostly guys? Is it, you know, because the feminine energy is really more about the direction you're going. You're trying to teach other women. You're trying to be in flow. You're showing us how to do it. But in that space, is it still like digital marketing, which is my background, predominantly guys, and there's no, there's no room for flow. It's all analytics. It's all like very structured type of work. Is it similar for cryptocurrency? Do you see, like, is there this huge, I mean, there's a, I think there's a huge opportunity for you, um, but talk a bit about the energy that you see so far.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely very male oriented and particularly even young male mm-hmm. oriented, although there are plenty of people in the space that are older men, but you know, it's just that that sort of new genre of, of digital assets and getting into the computer. I mean, you just have no idea where this has already exploded. And I just found it quite intimidating just in my own trading platform Right. To just go into the chat rooms and say, Hey, hi, I'm uh, you know, older woman. And, you know, it was very intimidating, but that, that's probably just me. It's not. I don't know. Funny. I feel like
0: it would. I, f- I mean, I feel like it is a bit of a boys club, maybe not, but not it, it is. a boys'
1: club. Yeah. But also um, the particular place I was at was very welcoming and right. very helpful. And so it is absolutely dominated male space and there are some extraordinary women in it but i think they have to be really in their masculine as well yeah um so yeah i it's not like you know a cooking show or something where you know you can really express yourself right Um, it is very detail oriented not that women are not detail oriented
0: but But we're not we're not in our feminine we aren't like that's a that's definitely the masculine in us like So it's interesting because you're you as a woman creating this coaching business around teaching women, you have to really balance the masculine and feminine. Like I need you to be in the masculine because I need to trust that you know what you're saying, but it's important also to be women around each other. And so that that's going to be, it's really interesting. It's an interesting dichotomy for sure. Um, What made you get, and I like this story and that's why I'm asking you, but what got you into crypto?
1: Well, I have to say it was my mom Mm -hmm. and and my brother. Um, My mom was in her eighties. She's all about the Bitcoin, 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 anybody that would listen, Bitcoin, Bitcoin machine. Isn't that crazy?
0: Oh my God. That's awesome
1: and you know i resisted it for a long time just like most people it's like oh what is it it's is it scammy you know it's too too hard too much i gotta think about and right i mean because there is a lot to it you gotta you gotta get in there and figure it out so um she passed away right before it jumped Mm. from when when she and i were buying bitcoin was around three thousand dollars for a big wow time. six thousand dollars. I mean, and we're just buying tiny increments because that's all we could afford. But then after she passed away, it went crazy like this 30,000, 40,000, all the way almost to 70,000. Went is, to like is it 65,000 now? Right now, it's more like 44. Okay, 44, so it's 45. dropping dropped a bit. Well, nothing goes straight up forever. No, I mean, she would been ecstatic. Oh, yeah. And then people are asking me like, uh, "Oh, you know, so what? What? What is this Bitcoin thing? You know, people around here that she's been talking to, and you can just kind of see their eyes glaze over when she talks to them. It's like, oh, your mom would have really liked this." I said, "Uh huh." So she's got to be there. She left my brother some Bitcoin, and
0: that's so, ladies. Who, if you're listening to this, there is never like if any of you ever say. I'm too old to this. Or she, Her mom was in her 80s. Hello. And she's learning Bitcoin and crypto like no bullshit. You guys, there's never like if you have air in your lungs, you can learn a new trick. Like that's the reality of it. So let's talk a little bit about your so far, your entrepreneurial journey. And like, I mean, I, I love I love beginning of business. I find it super exciting. I get to be very, my masculine when I'm doing it. Cause it's all like getting shit done and being, you know, nice and aggressive. So talk a little bit about what made you decide to really, because when you and I met you, you were still talking about really just focusing on the trading and now you've, you know, because here's, here's what's real ladies. Like it, it it's cool if you can do something that will create passive income. But the reality is, is you still need some type, you need multiple streams of income now I'm not suggesting, you know, we go and do 10 different businesses before one is really humming along and making money, but like, certainly the, the pivot for you was, okay, cool. I'm going to still focus on trading, but now I want to actually help other women. Cause you've done this for multiple years. Like you have a deep knowledge, way more knowledge than most of, most of us. So what kind of was, I mean, obviously we had a conversation, but that doesn't mean anything. You still took the action. What, when you decided I'm going to start the business, what made you decide and, and actually go for it?
1: That's not true. It doesn't mean anything because I well, hadn't even thought about it until. Right. I mean, what do we have? A five minute conversation at the table? You <laughs> said, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and you said, as soon as you heard me say crypto, I said, I'm a trader in stocks and crypto. It went, right, that's it. That's the way you're going. <laughs> I tend to do
0: that. I do. I do. <laughs> but you still did it. So what, what made you, you know, kind of what was the push that, I mean, I brought it to your, to your consciousness, but what was the, well,
1: push? Well, I was a little reluctant because it was just so such an overwhelming idea. And I would had already invested so much money and time and effort into my trading, but I didn't, I mean, it's like the scales fell from my eyes when I thought, well, this is not helping anybody else, right? This is maybe, what's gonna help me, but I'm I'm clearly not doing as well as I was hoping. And that's why I was trying to supercharge my energy at UPW and find out what direction I'm gonna go. So when I realize that I need to provide service, when I need to help others, that's where everything's gonna start falling into place for me. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I'm just sitting here by myself all day long on my computer staring at charts. And I just really wasn't catching traction with it. Right. That's because it wasn't flowing in a feminine way mm-hmm. where I can help people. Yeah. And when you said, you got to help women get into this because that's where the freedom is, their own financial sovereignty, yeah. mm-hmm. you, know, I went, you know, it's like the penny drop. You went, but I still had all these doubts, of course, about my own abilities because right. I had watched. I didn't think anybody was interested in crypto because right. I had watched my mom try to talk to people right. and they were just like, Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Mom's off. Joanne's off on another thing. Right. You know? yep. and she had done lots of things. And it's just, and I had tried a crypto club here right here where I live and no one would show up. So it's like, nobody, it's too early. People don't, don't see right. it yet. Yeah. So I had to um, really buck up and say, right this is what we're going to do because I may you made me realize that there's a gazillion women out there that probably are ready now. Yeah. Especially this last year, Bitcoin has just really become so much more, uh, in the mainstream media. Right. right? Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And it's, and it, I like, I like that you talk about the sovereignty side of it because that's, that is the case. I mean, women, feminine energy and feminine divine is a, is also about sovereignty. And, and for those of you who hear the word all the time, really all it means is ownership of like sovereignty over your body, sovereignty over your finances, sovereignty over your goddessness. And like really just owning every piece of your life in this really beautiful, um, like magnetic way. And that's what the feminine energy is. It's a magnet. Like a lot of times, I think we get this, especially in business, right? Like we get this idea that I can't be feminine in my business. No one will take me seriously. And I don't want to be all dumb girl. And like, we have all these crazy narratives around it, but I find for me, at least when I'm in my feminine, I pull in clients a lot easier than when I'm pushing. And I think that's something that's really not when we don't talk about it because nobody really recognizes that. But like, once you're in, then I, you guys have all, I mean, anyone who's listened to the podcast or seen a live or seen me talk or whatever I am in my masculine for my clients, because that's what you signed up for. You want to feel safe with me and that's my job. But when I'm, when it comes to bringing and building business, a lot of it has to be that magnetic pull to bring these women in. And I would say the same as for crypto. Um, What would you say is the scariest thing about launching this business in the last couple of months?
1: Oh, for me, the scariest thing is fear fear, fear of failure and not getting Mm. what I want to do because I've tried so many things in my life and I've never really had big success, you know, small successes. So, and one of my limiting beliefs was, was that I'm always like going off on some new tangent, right? Right. It's like squirrel. And then I'm off on that direction. I'm putting my full energy into that. And it's like, I'm thinking, is this another one of those? Right. You know, And I'm just going to, you know, a year or two from now, I'm just going to go, well, that didn't work either. It's like, you know, I'm running out of runway here. I I need to do something.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, you can feel that way for sure. I feel that, I feel that way too sometimes definitely like, and I like that running out of runway, but like, I think ladies, if you're listening and you're, and I mean, today I did a podcast, it'll be released in the next couple of days and it's literally called Patience. That's the name of the podcast. It's like, we, if you don't have two or three years to fully commit, and I actually said three to five years to fully commit to your business where you could be paying your bills and you could be breaking even, but to be profitable, if you, if you can't stomach a couple of years in it, then don't even bother. Right. Because you know, like you working with me, you're with me for the next year in the mastermind, but like, it's not going to happen in month two. It's not going to happen in month three. And it's not going to even happen in month 10. It will start to happen as you go on, but that's, and that's it. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, we, we get the fear of failure, but we also have a fear of success. I think that's something super real, but like that fear of failure if your runway, let's say, or your your benchmark is six months, if I'm not making shit tons of money in six months, I'm a failure. Then yeah, you're gonna feel like one. If you think, okay, in two years, if I'm not just making ends meet, but profitable, if you gave yourself that much time, you won't feel like a failure because it, it's easy. And I mean, I went off—you'll you'll hear it—I went off on this podcast that I did because there's so many coaches and people saying like, "Yeah, come and work with me, and you'll be making a hundred grand this year in three months." It doesn't fucking work that way. Like anything. Like this is the third year of this business, and I had a business I had for eight years before that takes time. And, and for you, it'll move quicker only because it's such a current topic, cryptocurrency, especially with the governments running amok the way they are. People are freaked out. My daughter, Sydney, who you also work with, she took all her cash out of her bank. Like no joke. They're freezing accounts here. What's that? My mom mom did that, but it's a real thing. Like you like here in Canada if you are connected or you've donated to the convoy they are freezing
1: people's accounts i read that this morning that's unbelievable it's insane it's crazy totally insane I so mean, it's like it's my country in the US they just print money right i know they don't have enough let's make more yeah i know
0: but eventually we both know it's going to self destruct and then what's left we need we'll need crypto. Right. So that's, so I love, I love everything that you're doing. I'm that's why, I mean, I, I literally like when I met you, I had goosebumps. I was like, Holy shit. This lady has no idea what she's sitting on. Like no idea. And, and the thing that I, and I want to talk a little bit about it is the service piece of it. Like so many entrepreneurs will start something and, and this is the mistake and I I agree or, or not, but people don't start things they started because they want to make money. And at my age, at your age, that will burn us out a lot quicker than if we were 20. I'm not, I can't, money doesn't motivate me. And only time money motivates us is when we're in in scarcity If you're about service, like I'm here to serve you as a client, I'm here to serve all the other women in our group as my client. That's why I get up in the morning to serve. If I was getting up thinking, oh, I'm going to get some money out of Killeen, or I'm going to get some money out of Sarah. Like I would feel dirty first of all, like, (sighs) but I would also not, that wouldn't get me out of bed. So talk a little bit more about that switch for you, because you said, once you started to see that it's about service and serving group of people that you can help with all this incredible knowledge talk a little bit about how that felt for you to kind of come to that and then what it looks like for you
1: moving forward right well it was i just started to realize that you know there's like only three percent of the world's population is actually into crypto and what a vast wow sea there is of people that are not yet, and particularly women. And I know that from my own experience, um, it is intimidating to try to get in there because you're thinking, "Wow, it's it's scammy. I'm going to get hacked. You know, somebody's going to try to sell me something." And you know, yeah, um, they don't, don't even go- understand the basics. No, so like, so it's scary. Yeah. To to even try, and I thought I can help people because I'm just an Anna, right? Yeah. And I can help women. I can make it basic and simple and short videos. Cause I know we're all really super mm. busy and moms and grandmas and, yep. and give a safe space. And when I started to realize that it's like, wow, I really do have something to contribute. And plus I was doing my spiritual development mm you know, a la Tony Robbins and Master Cole and Wayne Dyer and blah, 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 the rest of them. And I like, yeah, you got to have that element in there. And that's what makes you feel mm. really pumped because you're like, okay, I'm not just getting out of bed. I'm going to stare at charts all day long again. You know, right. it's going to be, it's going to be, there are people, you know, I think one of the girls in your group said, I don't remember who she says, there out there waiting for you to show up. They right? are. And now crypto is such a hot topic at the moment. I, I don't watch the Super Bowl, but I understand there was some crypto ads. And, oh, I'm uh, sure. one day,
0: Huh? I, I'm sure there were, I'm sure there were, yeah. yeah.
1: It's like, it's been over on the news and it, it even crashed one of the exchanges that I use Coinbase because it was yeah. like suddenly everybody was trying to get in there all at once. Wow. <laughs> This is a
0: huge, a huge, yeah. That's a huge one. I know. I mean, I, we were going to do an event here in Toronto and they were one of the sponsors.
1: So yeah, crazy. Yeah. So And now is, I just feel really excited because it's like the time because crypto has dipped mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, it went all the way up here and it's come back down part way, but there's now been the so time many- to learn really, isn't it? It is. And it's the time to start buying because mm-hmm. once it starts like this again, it's going to go past 70,000. Right. I mean, It might have a few bumps along the road, but I mean, it's, it's now is the time. Right. Getting to learn and to buy your first little tiny piece.
0: Well, I, I told you, I think I bought a little, I mean, I think it's like the teeniest amount. I think I did like 500 in Ethereum. And, mm-hmm. but this is so, the, and this is like one of the things, you know, um, Colleen and I, I think you're going to be coaching with me one-on-one once a month now, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're signing up for that upgrade. So congrats. And -hmm. we'll talk about this, but like I, you know, the thing that I find so interesting is that it, it feels so cryptic, the whole entire concept of cryptocurrency, that for me, it's like, I don't even know where to start. And so I don't start. And I think that's the fundamental flaw in it. It's like, if a person is technical, they can explain to like, I know about algorithms and SEO and all that kind of shit, digital marketing. And I can speak to that industry. I can bring it down to like level a to make everybody understand it. But for crypto, like it is super, super intimidating. And I think the, the, the reason I think you're going to win is if, you know, once you get that, um, the language, like dumb it down for us to a point where literally anybody could understand step one, step two, step three, like some people don't care about how it happens. They're just like, here's my money, figure it out. And other people like me, I like to know the ins and outs of something before I commit to it. Um, so, so talk a little bit about like you know how how are you going to be because co- I know you're still new in the business, but how what's the plan? I know we've talked about courses. Talk talk a little bit about how you plan on really educating the average woman who knows jack shit about any of this, which is <laughs> well, most I, of us.
1: Like you said, we have to keep it very basic. So I'm um, putting together a course that's going to be um, video and uh uh, pdf homework and also i'll be offering i'd like people to go through this course so they have a basic understanding it'll be about it'll be 12 the original 12 will be um once a week and then but at any point in that time i know people want to get buying some people and i'm going to be uh offering that on my group how to buy which is a Free group, it is, but it's private on Facebook, Nana Crypto. <laughs> and I will be going through how to buy. If you want to get in and buy a little bit right now, I'm going to t- do a, a, a video on where you can do that. There's lots of different places, but they somehow have certain drawbacks that I'll get into. And um, uh, then I will be offering one on one coaching or group coaching or both. Mm-hmm. Um, if people want to, because there's going to have to be some hand holding when it comes right. to getting into buying. The problem is it is so un- intangible. There's nothing to hold on to. There's not a Bitcoin you can hold in your little hand. I mean, they have little coins that they make, right. but it's not, it's it's not, not real because it's all digital. It's all, right. it's all, and, and it's, it's hard to get the concept because there's nothing you're, you're buying something, but what is it? Right. And, yeah. is it, and is it safe? Right. Or am I going to lose it? And how do I, how do I hold on to it? And, and so, yeah, I'm going to be doing the 12 week, um, course, which will be available. So I just um, want to put the disclaimer out for, on your
0: behalf. So she's not going to be, uh, taking any like responsibility for investments, but she will give you the guidelines and sort of like the basics on what crypto is, how to use it, how to buy it. But in, I'm just to clarify, you're not, you know, you're not, uh, she's not somebody who's going to be, let's say, directing you on exactly what to purchase, when to purchase. So just everybody can calm down on that one.
1: <laughs> I'm not a financial
0: advisor. No. All I can do is tell you
1: what I will be doing.
0: Right. Yeah. And right. just the options and really like understanding. So, so even when like, here's, here's one of the thoughts that come up for me all the time when I think about cryptocurrency is a, which one do I buy? Because there used to only be a couple, like it, Bitcoin was the original really. And then, you know, Ethereum kind of behind that. And then there's a couple other sort of more mainstream, but there's like thousands now,
1: aren't there? Thousands of, of, um, uh, cryptocurrency. Right and uh tokens right which I'm not going to go into all of that but yeah there's thousands and some of them most of them are just garbage trash, just right away from the top 3 were always bitcoin ethereum and litecoin right right but right right right, right. that i would i would concentrate personally on just the top two bitcoin and ethereum bitcoin and there are whole new avenues of cryptocurrencies opening up which or tokens like DeFi, which is decentralized finance, that are really taking off. And then you have got your metaverse. And those are the the new um shifts in crypto. They're like second layer, third layer. We have Wait, our now you've lost
0: me. Now I'm like, oh my God. See. And then but that's what happens, right? You're like, oh. <gasps> And then we just tap out because it sounds too much. And I think so. One of the my biggest hiccups around the, even the, the concept is how do I buy stuff with my Bitcoin? Like, great, I have you know, let's say I have a full Bitcoin. I've got a forty five thousand dollar Bitcoin sitting in my digital wherever. And and I think that's part of what needs to the education is like, okay, well, now what do what do I actually do with that? It's just sitting there for what
1: purpose, right? Here's what I'm gonna say. What what I do. Is buy and hold. Right. I'm investing in it. Yes. Because there's a story, a very famous story about early Bitcoin and how someone bought pizza with the Bitcoin. Okay. And now that pizza is like a $45,000 pizza. Right. So we're nowhere near where the top of the value of Bitcoin is going to go. Right. So as far as being able to buy a cup of coffee or anything like that, not personally. Yet. Personally, I wouldn't do it. It's going to be years, I think, before it really becomes a currency in that regard. Right.
0: I so believe you're just it. buying it and holding on to it for the future type of thing. You
1: can, you can buy and then sell when it goes up, and then wait for it to come back down. That's trading, right? right. But um, personally, I buy and hold. And I, I'm buying every week. So
0: that makes a little bit more sense to me. Like, because that's the practical, like, that's, that's the masculine me trying to figure out, like, you know, what, what the fuck am I buying this for? Like, what am I going to do with it? Um, and, and yeah, so it's really strictly mostly investment right now. And who knows in the next five, 10 years, what it, like, I mean, I've seen people talking about purchasing houses with their, their digital currency. Like that's a thing. Um, but I think you're, you're the, but this is all content for you, right? Like these are real questions and ladies, if you're listening, if there's any gentlemen listening, mostly women listen to this podcast, but and if anyone's listening and you have questions for Colleen, send it, send them through to us. Like I will happily send her, send her the questions that you've got. Maybe we'll get her to come back and, and do another full like cryptocurrency, maybe live or training or something. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, these are the questions though, that people, because it's so, it's still so new and still so untraditional, but it's still like, it, it's piquing people's interests. I think mostly because the destabilization of the world and COVID yeah. was really what showed everybody. We can't trust a lot of things and the veil has been lifted and now we're seeing that You know, maybe, you know, and see, this is the interesting thing is your generation and my generation, we have a foot in before Google and we have a foot in after Google, the people that are, you know, 25 and older, they don't or younger. They don't have any knowledge of what you and I have seen when it comes to money, when it comes to government, when it comes to all of it. And so I think it's a really interesting place for you to live because you, you know what it was like before all of this. And so you're, you're like this, you know, unlimited well of information that can really educate everybody, I think. So I'm excited.
1: I was already in my forties when the internet came out. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I knew pre-internet and after internet and, and that was a huge shift. Oh yeah, you know, the internet's pretty easy now, but it's the start. It wasn't easy. Oh, it, it was, was the, terrible. You know, it's going to be the same thing. It's 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 not easy to get into it because it's it's too clunky still. Right. You know, and and but it's going to be just like the internet in twenty years.
0: Yeah, I every night, and, and I think people like it. It's moving quicker than the internet did because of the internet, which is the irony, right? Like it's moving so much faster. It's not going to take 20 years for everybody to be like, Oh, I guess the internet is sticking around. Like that's yeah. remember. People said that for a long time, all oh, this will never stick. Oh, it'll. Like entire, yeah. you know, countries, currencies have relied on the internet. So I I'm sure I know it's going to go there too.
1: Any advice. What's that? I said the other thing that you touched on was the monetary um around the world monetary systems. and I don't think we're not taught this stuff in school. Mm. I don't know if we, I don't know if they're teaching it in, nowadays, but I think that they just don't they don't want us to know no what's happening. you know. So you've got you've got uh, countries that are d- adopted Bitcoin as their currency now. Wow. you've got uh, the state of Colorado will now accept payment in Bitcoin for taxes. Holy shit! Really? See, like that's crazy. That's awesome. Maybe even Arizona, but I I have to check that out. But I mean, it's it, the the mass adoption is coming. Yeah. Because the values there. Even Warren Buffett, who said it was like snake oil. Right. Buying, not buying it directly, but buying. Oh, I know <laughs> stocks that are involved with crypto. So yeah,
0: it's like- that's that's the ego's way of getting what he wants without <laughs> getting what he
1: wants. Yeah, Yeah. And so you've got people like, well, I won't mention names, but yeah, it's, it's, it's getting around this whole monetary system where they can do things like go in and freeze your bank account or cancel your credit card, Mm -hmm. you know, or stop your GoFundMe. Yep. I mean, Bitcoin is person to person. You don't need anybody in the middle. That's it. And it's worldwide. It's not just one country. So they can't just like ban it right in your country yeah it's just china's trying to ban it but no it's it, it's too big now yeah. it's too it's big like the so the only thing they can do is shut down the internet really
0: right which do- that's not weak no they that's not something they would um not do because we know what they're like there but Talk about crashing the economy huh? mm-hmm. Shut down the internet
1: no that's not gonna happen Mm-mm.
0: i mean a lot of things that have happened i would never have thought would happen this year but Who knows? Who knows anymore? So where can people find you if they want to either do your course or start following you on social media? Where can they find you? What's the best Uh, place? Right
1: now, while we're still in development, um, uh, Facebook Nana Crypto group, just um, or message me, Kelleen Doyle Scott, hyphen in the middle of Doyle and Scott, and I'll send you an invitation. I want to keep it private because what I did... Uh, last week I found out I had even keep kept it invisible private mm-hmm. and invisible and then I went okay well let's make this visible and I got slammed with a bunch of um, friend requests right. from from very dodgy looking people so yeah. I want to keep it private because I don't want just anybody right coming in First, you know it's your business you don't you probably don't want everybody to know that what you're up to, really. I mean, that's the whole thing about cryptocurrencies. You can send money with total privacy, really. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd have to explain that a little bit deeper, but um, there's that. And then my website's going to come out any day now. Yay. And is it, what's the website handle? It's nanocrypto.com. It's nano with two N's in the middle. Perfect. Amazing. Crypto, all one word, .com. And, and I'll put all
0: that in the show notes for anybody who's listening um, so they can get a hold of you. But you can always reach out to me because because we her and I work together. So she will, I can always pass a message along if, you, if you're having trouble finding her. Um, are you on Instagram yet?
1: I'm not on Instagram and I am just developing my YouTube channel because I'm going to be doing a lot of videos there. And I am on Twitter, although that's not going to be my main focus, but I no. can be contacted there. Well, I
0: can tell you all, I'm going to force her to start an Instagram account probably today. So if you want to look for Nana Crypto on Instagram, you'll find her. <laughs> Give her a couple of dates. Dragging me into all this stuff. I know, I know. Um, last question is, what is, do you have any advice to anyone who's just about to start her business? Any business.
1: Oh, any business. Yeah, work on yourself. Mm. You've got to start working on these inner beliefs that are so deep down that say yep. you know you you think okay I think you're not worthy I'm worthy I know I'm worthy but when you really start doing the work you got to dig down in there and those yep, layers ma'am. yep and pull that baby out work on that and okay so there's worthiness there's you're enough mm-hmm. you're, forget about the ego stuff, which has been one of my big boogaboos getting on video. Um, people might see that I'm old. Oh, my God. Who cares? Right. Yes. Look at the mission. That's it. Woo! you give me yeah. chills. <laughs> Who can you help? Yep. And do the work inside. And there has to be a spiritual element to this. Yep. And whatever it is that you believe, or you don't believe, because I didn't believe in you know, God, uh, religion, right. for a long time, right? Yeah. But there is a spiritual element, and you have to look into that. Otherwise, what happens is you start thinking, well, rich people are a-holes, right? Yep. No, they're not a-holes. They're the people that have a lot of money that don't know how to do it right, because there's no spiritual element. Right. That's it. You're you're so you're so bang
0: on the money, and I and I like Tony talks about business is a spiritual game, and and it doesn't it's not religious, it's spiritual, and like that's when you focus on the mission, it the the entrepreneurship side of things becomes tolerable, and that's real. Like it's not easy getting up every day, going oh my god, I have to do social media or. I have to work on my sales funnel or I have to, but then I go, well, fuck that I'm helping Colleen. So that's really all I care about. So all the other stuff, maybe I don't want to do like the accounting, I do it or I have it done because my mission is bigger than my chattering. So I love that. And it's,
1: it, it, it like it's, it it's helps, mission. It helps, it helps you drop into your heart. Totally. Right. And get into your feminine because, but Tony says, if you're in your head you're dead well i've been in my head for 60 something years right. right so i'm in there trying to scoop out that all that male energy yep. and calm it down and get more into my feminine because it just keeps wanting to come back so you guys right. didn't work but if you just try to drop into your heart and think of the people that you would be serving and helping oh you're <laughs>
0: But it's beautiful to witness because like, that's the energy that grows a business. Like it isn't, and and it's not like we don't have the stuff to do. You have to have the masculine to like get the shit done. But like the connection has to be in the heart period. And I want to touch on one more thing that you said, and that's like, ladies, and I know Colleen, you've done courses before this, you've done, you've worked with coaches before this, I've worked with coaches before this. The reason things shifted for me was because I stopped looking for more tools and I started working on the inside because exactly, like I've said this a thousand times, you know, and you've, you've gone through the program, you see all the tools, all the marketing, all the sales funnels, all that stuff's in there. But if a woman doesn't feel worthy and connected, she's not going to pick up the tool. And that's what we're seeing so much of right now. Women going through program after program, after program, learning more funnels, more marketing, more this, more that. And and it's not working. And you said it yourself, right? Like it's not until we clean up the inner child, we do the shadow work. We do the worthiness work. We do the breath work. We do all those things. Then you clear space out so you can actually pick up the tools and make shit happen, but not before that. And it's, and it's hard for me to watch so many women burn through coaching and program and, in an event and, dah, 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 and they're like, what the fuck? Why isn't it working? Well, cause you haven't addressed the inside yet. And wow. once you do that, it doesn't guarantee anything, but it makes it a whole lot easier to move the needle on the business. So I love that you brought that up. Well, that's well, with, time
1: with that time. Okay. I just want to say one more yeah, thing. Yeah. That my, my first coach, um, really started, uh, leading me into this kind of work, but it was all about the money. Right. But but also delving into those issues. But in my mind, it was, okay, forget about that. Tell me how to make the money. Tell me how to make the money. But um, I came around to thinking and realizing that it's all wrapped together. Yep. And it can't be all about the money because that's where the scarcity comes from. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause then you start to see the money's not showing up. The money's not showing up. Oh my God. Why isn't it showing up? Holy shit. Holy shit. And then before you know it, you're living in that energy and nothing works in that energy. Right. But it's, and and I, and I know there's more coaches. Like, that's why I'm always reluctant to say I'm a business coach. Cause I'm not, and I'm not just a life coach, but I'm just like a mush of both because I recognize for me, the thing that I went to business mastery. That was my very first Tony Robbins event. And you know, we doubled the business in the next year and like all the money stuff, but I wasn't spiritually connected to my company. And so every year after that, I was like, Oh fuck, like I hate this. And my ex-husband, he didn't, you know, he's a guy, he's in his masculine. He just does the work to make the money. He didn't, he's not a spiritual guy at all. And it, and it wasn't until probably the fifth or sixth year where I was trying to get out of it. I was trying to tap out. I was like, I don't want to do this. Ken, can you fix it? Can you handle it? And I started thinking like, why, like, why is this not filling me up? We're making multiple six figure company. It's just two people. We have a team of writers. Like we're doing okay here. What the fuck is my problem? It wasn't fulfilling in my heart. Did I love the clients for sure? But I wasn't like, I didn't get up in the morning, getting excited about how many blogs we were going to sell that day. You know, I didn't give a fuck.
1: I was like, and so the excitement comes from. Yeah, like... It's where the excitement comes from when you're in your heart and you go, mm-hmm. wow, I can do this. Mm-hmm. We've, w- I can bring these women in to crypto easily, gently. Yes. In a safe space. And that's where the excitement goes because you, your heart, you know, we're all... We all want to give, right. right? But you don't want to... I mean, we want to give to charities and all that, but you want to give up your... From yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's be- you're.
0: Oh, I'm so happy! Thank, thank God, thank Universe, thank Spirit for you walking you past that table where I don't even usually sit. So it's. it's-
1: I'm totally one, 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 one minute about that. I've already told you about it and the girls in the group, but from my viewpoint, I don't. I'm not backward looking, but just reflecting on my path in my journey is I can now see Mm. that even with my my taking my uh, three and a half something years in trading, and that all has been wind at my back to bring me to where I am now. Because without all that trading and experience, I wouldn't be able to teach you anything about crypto. Right. And so then I got to UPW, as I said with hardly spending any money at all because it didn't really have much and I probably wouldn't have gone and then um I don't know which day it was but I just got up and started wandering around uh when they were having a break and I I was thinking for a while I need a different coach because I uh, I was kind of at the end of coaching with the other one who was fantastic and got me as far as I as she did but um it was a long table that <laughs> Kara was sitting at, and there was all it, they were all empty chairs except for the one she said, and, and all of them said, Tra- "Trainer,
0: trainer, yeah,
1: trainer," and no one else was sitting there. And I was like, all right. I talked to this lady who's just sitting there. She didn't have a trainer kid. And I said, "Are the trainers coaches?" And she says, "No, they're just really here to help people, you know, that are going to experiences during this uh, event." and she's but i'm a coach <laughs> so that's the way it worked yep. i mean the universe has been i can feel it's pressure gentle gentle pressure on my back putting me where i need to be mm. and i never would have believed that before i went off oh, right happened, right yeah i really feel that very very deeply in my heart now that the universe is looking out for me and it's when i start asking for it so you have to ask and then everything starts to come into line and you have to be patient with yourself Yep. and you have to be patient with the universe well why isn't the money here what's patient how long does that take about an hour will i get patient an hour where's my money where's (laughs) my money
0: yeah yeah it's true and it's like And that's the hardest part because we're we're so conditioned and I'm crying, of course, because I cry constantly. Um, But I can feel like so if you're watching this, you can see it. But if you're listening, like I can feel her heart when she's speaking. And that's different because when we're taught to be like men and be in our masculine, we don't share in that same way and, and we don't feel it in the same way and and ladies that is like the the quintessential message here is like you can still be a badass businesswoman but when you can learn how to dip into the heart it is game changer like your whole business will change your whole life will change but i think like the patience thing is key right like we all want it now, now right but now. It's, not the, it's not how the not
1: how works My coach I had before, I remember saying, where's the money It's not showing up. And she says, well, if I was money, I'd run away from that.
0: (laughs) Right. She's totally right. (laughs) And that's it. And I think like, I do a lot of meditation around my my own money trauma. I've had a lot of money trauma and it's like, we get these blocks that come up and come up and come up. And then you start to think like, my biggest one is um, not to get too excited about something because something's going to take it away. Cause that's what my conditioning was. And you have, to, and that's it, right? Like you're talking about the inner work. I have to, even coaches, we all have to do the inner work. And as you keep progressing in personal development, that the, the shit is lower and lower. Like it's harder to find your blind spots in the beginning. It's fucking easy. It's like, Oh yeah. Limiting belief, limiting that one. Yeah. yeah. But by the time you get to this stage, you know, five years in 140 grand in, it's not as easy. It's not as obvious what the problem is anymore. So you really have to get honest with self and that's tricky too, but well, I've loved this conversation. I would love to have you back on. I'm sure I'm going to get feedback where people are going to want to hear more about like the actual ins and outs. Yeah, man. I, I think we should do a Facebook live on this for sure. Maybe in, in one of the groups we're in or something, but thank you so, so much. I know this was like a big moment and brave moment for you to come on here. You look sensational and it was such a joy to have you and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, that's it for me guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Have a good one. We'll see you later. Bye.